Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Right, lads, welcome to the Snugcast podcast. Um, we're here this week drinking cans as usual, and I am joined as always by my co host DJ Walsh. How are you getting on, kid? Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a really witty, like rumble in the jungle can pun, but uh, my brain is not quick today. <laughs> so, uh, Oh my god, on flying it. Um, had a lovely can with my dinner, and uh, I've had a lovely pre-record can here now. Um, I've actually drank it probably too quickly, um, because we'll talk about it a bit more later on as to why you should sip this and not drink it as velvety smoothly as it is. But uh, yeah, fucking delighted it's the weekend, and uh, delighted that we've got a good a good podcast lined up, one that's close to our hearts and close to the core of 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 every Irish teenager's lunch. <laughs> All the hard-hitting subjects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking as a, speaking of close to your heart, uh, we also have Mister Valentine as well on the podcast tonight. Tommy, how are you getting on, kid? Good, thanks. Yeah, I'm here to spread some love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, your uh, your um, Tinder profile will be linked in, in yeah, the show yeah. notes later yeah, on. Yeah, show notes. Uh, Links to the Tinder profile, pictures of me, anything you want, it's all there. Yeah, only fans. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the only person uh, on OnlyFans who's free. Sale <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free subscription this weekend. I was listening to uh, I was listening to uh, Today FM earlier on, and there's a chap in Ireland who's on... Helen Wicklow, yeah, I saw that. Helen Wicklow, and he's on 60 grand a month on mm. OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, how do we get onto this? That is, like... And he's a partner and kids as well, that, like, do you know? He, yeah, it was her idea. not just a young lad, yeah. I think it was her idea, like, yeah. yeah. He's 29. Um, But, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, but 
there's no there's no one going to pay to look there's no one going to pay to look at our Gucci's though like is there no no no, no, no. you said it once you said it again <laughs> yeah we're going to set up only cans and just <laughs> subscription based model to view us drinking cans <laughs> just just naked pictures of us with a can blocking out on Mickey yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so <laughs> So speaking in cans, DJ, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm on a fucking absolute mighty can altogether. Um, it's it's from the own one of your favorite series, I think, in recent times, uh, the Kinnegar Brewers at Play series. It's number twelve, and it's the Hazelnut Vanilla Imperial Stout. Uh, nine percent, yeah, nine percent. Yeah, um, but like I like alluded to earlier. Like it doesn't drink like a nine percenter. Like you, you actually had one of these last weekend, didn't you? And you, yeah, you said yeah. to me that you were telling me you recommended Obvious. it to me actually when we were when, when yeah. we went when we went to the various um, offices of Waterford and um, bought cans in each one. And then um, you, you, you were you strongly recommended this, and it's delicious. It goes down far too smoothly for a nine percenter. Like it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, it's it's not like for an imperial stout. It's 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 not like in your face and um, it's just velvety smooth and yeah it's very nutty um very nutty like the hazelnut is lovely it's almost like um it's almost like they've blended a frere roche and uh blended it with a load of ice and <laughs> yeah blended with a load of ice and vodka and, and it's produced this beautiful beer uh so i'm actually delighted with it it's a great fucking can uh it's just one of those like kinnegar they don't do anything wrong like I had um I had the number eleven of the series at my dinner there earlier on today, uh, which was the uh, sour cherry sour, which was also absolutely fucking delicious. So if you come across any of the Kinnegar Brewers that play a series, I'd highly recommend picking them up because um, I've I'm nothing but impressed with them so far. Unreal. That sounds so good. Yeah, that um hazelnut vanilla stout I had that I had last weekend was so good. Like um yeah. It's, it's nice. It's like, and it's not too sweet or anything as well, which I, which I thought was really nice. Like you know, because mm. sometimes like it doesn't it doesn't tip into that dessert stout, um, like that that kind of category that we've had over the last while. Like you know, so I I think it's it's a quality beer. Um, Tommy, what are you on there? Uh, I'm on the Twelve Acres Make Hay. Uh, I'm sure you, you both have had it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good yeah. solid can. I've never had a had a bad word to say about it. <laughs> I never yeah. will. <laughs> never will. No. I, yeah. There's a good balance in it. It's kind of citrusy, do you know, but it's not. It's not too much of a kick in it, like Jones. Yeah. No. It's a. That's a solid one. Yeah. Yeah. I love their um their branding as well on that can. Like it's so yeah. simple. Like the and it's just kind of changes like colors really between yeah. cans like but because I, I i actually got this mini hamper uh, of t- t- 12 acres at c- christmas uh from the sister of the f- owner of 12 acres randomly um and yeah all the branding's really cool all their cans like yeah yeah looks really cool ah that's class um and then myself uh i've had uh three cans i've had uh, what what have I had? Uh, <laughs> where, where am I? <laughs> What's my name again? Uh, I've had Castaway by Yellow Belly, uh, a classic. 
classic. I don't need to say any more about that. Um, uh, currently, I am drinking uh, Harris Pale Ale by Treaty City. Um, lovely, nice, nice pale ale, quite malty and stuff as well. Um, and yeah, that's that's a, a nice a nice solid one. But what I've also had is a can I've never had before, and it is um, Spotter IPA by Gypsy Hill Brewing Company, who are based in London. London. Uh, and I'll show you the can there. Um, but yeah, this was fucking really, really nice. Uh, really citrusy, like kind of marmalade kind of, I don't know. Yeah, sit orangey and stuff like uh yeah it was lovely um really kind of actually kind of actually reminded me of um yellow belly's pirate bay that 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 one like it was that kind of real nice like fresh and um, fruity beer like um so yeah it's, really really enjoyed that one like that, is it almost like that tart citrusy as opposed to like the f- fruity like uh yeah exactly it's kind of like you know nearly that pineapple tartness you know that kind of that kind of taste like where it's yeah. kind of like a little bit yeah um yeah it's lovely um so yeah highly recommend that one that sounds class yeah yeah so yeah. Actually, gypsy, gypsy hill Bre- Bre- brewing company yeah i i was delighted as well that when we um when we went into worldwide wines the other day to see like um the the flagship beers from 3d city there because like they're like you'd never see limerick beer or clear beer down here in the off license oh. in Watford. so like it's brilliant to see yeah, yeah, and uh, actually, let's let's talk a little bit about that because um, uh, we ventured into the office as we usually do and had a look around. And uh, in our previous podcast, um, RIP six four fifteen, we talked about the the Alcohol Act twenty. What's it? Was it twenty eighteen? Is that what it is? Public Health Act twenty eighteen. Public Health Act. Yeah, uh, 2018, whereby um, minimum minimum unit pricing and uh, the banning of uh, multi-purchase deals on alcohol and uh, voucher the use of vouchers and stuff like that for alcohol was put into place, uh, and we were kind of like, oh Jesus, sure, like the kind of value in beers for like these breweries and stuff, it has like it's going to take a toll because like you know like we really enjoy going into worldwide wines and getting the 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 uh what's the five for i can't even remember now five for 16 wasn't it five for 16 five for 16 16. uh going in and getting like picking up those cans and like knowing like what the what the end value was but yeah, no, like uh, there seemed to be like a little bit of a price reduction on the individual cans to try and like actually um, bring us back to. So, do you like, think that the retailers just taking a hit? Um, I'm not sure if the retailers are taking a hit or if there's kind of been like an agreement. Like, is there maybe the breweries are taking a little bit of a hit as well? Like, I'm not sure what yeah. the, what the story is like, you know, but. Um, and like as well, like you know, when they when when they were doing that, uh, six or five for sixteen euro deal, like, were they already taking a, a hit there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, if they're just reducing the price of those cans in that range, in order to 
matches somewhat like it's it's not it's not ending up to be it's not ending up being 16 euro exactly it's probably like 1650 or 1660 or something like that now like you know but like i think they were they were i think they were probably still the ones because like that wasn't going to be uh individual breweries that were giving them those offers yeah sure it couldn't be because they were just going to mix and match between all the breweries like so they were hitting taking a hit anyway so i think it's after just reduction in prices altogether like yeah and like i've seen it we've seen it uh all, in all the off licenses we've gone to gone to o'brien's uh gone to uh arcane stores i have gone to grady's yard like and there's you know there has been reductions so mm. uh yeah dj what do you think man yeah well you see it there like there's some good offers like when we were in um arcane stores we met julian there uh, like Crafty Hopster was two fifty a can, uh, yeah. with the Wolf's core range was three euro a can, um, but it was interesting. It's interesting talking to like people in all the different off licenses where they say like you know that with the margins that they're being given, like you know for some of the core ranges they can drop it to that price, but then like with the with the limited edition cans or the um, the collaboration cans they just can't drop down to that kind of price level. To, to, you know, it's just not financially viable. So I think, like, in fairness, what's happening here, it seems like the off licenses are kind of picking and choosing where they can give the best value. And then, in fairness, like, you know, a casual beer drinker is probably not going to reach for a 9% hazelnut vanilla imperial stout. Like, you know, uh, they're probably more likely to go for, like, a couple of nicely branded standard Wicklow Wolfers or... Say for example with Kindergarten, they're probably going to go for the Scraggy Bay or the Rust Bucket or the Anorati, you know, something, something like that, um, instead of going for for an Imperial Stout. So I can see like why you know if you want to try one of those bigger Imperial Stouts, like you're going to pay your 360, 380, whatever it is, and then if you want to pick up a few a few uh, staples, you're going to pay your three euro can, um, and I suppose if you're doing that, then you're like that, you're you're probably even an out at like you said maybe 17 18 euros where we would have got it for maybe 15 16 euros um in the past but i think i think it's like i think what's happening there is the office taking a small bit of a hit on um on the the kind of staples the the the, the core range the flagship ranges and then they're you're you're kind of the the consumers taking a hit then when they're going for the um the kind of rare bits but even even with the plinth like it was not it was mainly flagship stuff on the top of the plinth that was the five for 16 and when you went for a limited edition um beer can it was normally like more it was normally in the five euro range for that can so i think in fairness like you know if brewers are going to produce limited edition beers they're going to have to make profit off it so they are going to have to charge it a bit more like yeah no i think that's probably like the model that they're they're going to go for and like it probably shows the establishment of those businesses in the Irish market of that they've like developed such a core range and like they're so comfortable with like those flagship beers that you know that they can mass produce them but like they can also retain the creativeness of the craft brewery as well and like throughout these limited edition like salted caramel stouts and all this kind of stuff like you know uh that are amazing and like that's you know that's what you want as well like you want to be able to dip in like you know as in like even like same with like me tonight like i suppose like like in in my fridge like i have a a rake of kind of like different stouts and stuff 
for the weekend for the rugby and all this kind of crack. But like, I'm still, I'm still like reaching back to the castaway like immediately, like, and that's 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 just like straight into the basket, like you know. So yeah, no, I, I definitely think it's it's a cool, um, it's a cool approach they're taking for it, like. Um, Tommy, have you did you notice anything when you went into a an offie or anything like with like with those kind of prices? Um, uh, no, not really. Um, I suppose the bold truth is what I've been doing dry January. Um, so I've actually been uh, I've been filtering off some cans I've had in the in the uh, oh yeah 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 the presses. So yeah, you uh, you've um, you've pre alcohol act uh, yeah. cans, yeah, yeah. I'm like the big problem drinker, just fucking buying up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Storing them away, like. Storing them away for years now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I have a few pallets in, I, out in the shed. <laughs> I just want to say the poor fellow still making his way through his Christmas gift cans, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Um, but actually, Owen, Owen, before you move on from the um, from that topic there where you're talking about like um, flagship beers in the core range, we should probably mention just that the crack beer community in two weeks time is having um, their virtual, their monthly virtual beer meetup on the 27th of February. And they've got a, a cracking lineup um, for flagship February. They've got some, some absolute killer breweries coming in and uh, the, the box, like I think the, the, the box of beer um, and the coat to get into the, the, the meetup is like less than 50 quid for, I think is it 12 beers so um that's that's incredible value especially at the moment um uh was it there two four six eight ten yeah 12 beers i think it was like 49.50 including delivery so um if you want more information you can go on to crack beer communities um social media there they have all, all the posts up but i'd highly recommend anyone who hasn't been to one of those like flagship february is the ideal one because you're going to get some some solid um beers that aren't too mad in, in that box that, that you're going to be able to drink and work your way through. Um, and if you do go to it for the first time, I'd re- recommend pacing yourself every second beer because the first one I went to, I was absolutely pillared after an hour. Yeah, like I actually think the the proper way to do one of those nights is you share a box where you have like six cans each, like, you know, and, and you know, you so you have half a can of the cans each, like, because... And like you see couples come on and do that, like you're know, like, God, these people are smart. <laughs> I'm just getting absolutely smashed off 12 cans. Like <laughs> they're smart because they married someone who likes a can. Exactly. Yeah, no, they're yeah, they love it. Um so uh, other announcements we have tonight. Uh, it's Tommy's birthday. Uh, happy birthday to Tommy Keary. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Uh his uh just to say uh, his tinder profile again will be left in the show notes so <laughs> keep swiping <laughs> yeah yeah swipe right swipe right <laughs> yeah and um also um we would like to thank uh, ben park uh, one of our snugcast patrons for sending us a, very kindly he sent us uh six nations uh beer selection so 12 cans that was arrived, how you got yeah yeah arrived at the house there 12 cans of um irish beers from irish brewers nice. with uh, a packet of manhattan crisps and uh some salted peanuts as well 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, I didn't know uh, that Manhattan did crisps, or maybe that they've just got um, a big kind of marketing push on them now. Yeah, no, it's just... Yeah, I've seen them around lately. Yeah. DJ, did you get a few uh, few Manhattans uh, in the uh, Cash and Carry or something recently, you know? In Super, in super oh, Value. Super Value, oh, yeah. Big uh, box them, was it? Christmas, they were not. A palette, was it? The big, the Sheeran palette. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Sheeran. The, the, it was the Sheeran palette. Oh, yeah. Super Value. Man, Man, Manhattan crisps were like, they were... Like they were big in Cork in like the nineties and early noughties, but they were only sold in pubs. You couldn't get them anywhere else. It was like the King Crisps in pubs as well, like wasn't it? Like yeah, the... yeah. Or De- yeah. Dennis Irwin used to love a pack. Of never, Manhattan. I don't think I've ever seen a sort. <laughs> you used to always have a pack uh, of Manhattan before a match, wasn't it? At halftime, yeah. yeah. All the boys would be drinking or be eating oranges, and <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Irwin <laughs> talking into a Manhattan, <laughs> fucking ready for the penalties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, sure. Before we tip into the second half of the show, I think we'll take a little ad break here, get it out of the way. Uh, so ACAST are going to shove in an old advert into this yoke here for um, hopefully, uh, hopefully for um, a craft beer company. <laughs> that would be great yeah, if, that, if, that, if that's what came up. Uh, it, it it'll either be, it'll either be Smithix Guinness or Finn Dwyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, right, I'll see you after this ad. Good luck. Right, welcome back, you bastards. <laughs> How are you getting on? Uh, we're back from the ad break there. We've had a few cans and pisses and the rest of it. And uh, yeah, actually, DJ, uh, we were going to go on to our next topic, but DJ reminded me that we need to applaud uh Two boys there from Mullingar. Uh, DJ, it's it's not your man from One Direction and it's not uh, Brezzy either. Who is it? No, no. It's not my good, close, personal friend, Brezzy, from Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's two boys. I, like, we, we always champion the lads who create the beer. But just for a couple of minutes, I want to champion the lads who put the beer in the cans. Because uh, these two lads from Mullingar, um, they're two school friends actually from Mullingar. Uh, they, they won the top prize at the National Enterprise Award, Darren Fenton and Kieran Gorman. Um, they, they, they're from Bevcraft. So it's the, uh, they're the craft beer canning group. So they're the, they're the boys that go around with the mobile canning lines um, and they go around canning, uh, canning all around Ireland, but also in Germany and the UK as well send mobile can lines into craft breweries and to convert the, the, the tanks into the cans um, that we, we enjoy and drink. So uh, I'm pretty sure to do like uh, an awful lot of, uh, of the the Irish craft beer breweries, if not the most of them. Yeah. Any ones yeah. that don't, um, any, any ones that don't, don't can their own. And um, they set up in 2016 um, and in 2020 they handled 20 million cans and they expect to handle 50 million cans of beer this year. So 50 like, million cans, yeah. that is insane. Yeah. Jesus. Fair fucks to them, like. And uh, I can tell you, like, of the 20 million cans they, they, they canned in 2020, I'd say I, I drank a fair share of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say your stag was probably the majority of them. <laughs> there was only points in the stag now, to be fair. That was pre-pandemic, so. Uh, but they're not, like... 
in fairness, like what a brilliant business idea, mobile cannon lines uh, to go around to craft breweries. And like, I think it solved an, an awful lot of, of problems for, for craft brewery, for craft brewers. Um, so brilliant to see him win a big award. And uh, yeah, sh- shout out to the, shout out to, to the, ma- the men behind the cans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The first time I heard about the, those boys were when we were, went down to Costello's brewery in Kilkenny and um, we were, we did our interview there with Jared Costello and uh, he was chatting about him and like explained to us about the whole process and you know having to clean out the whole place and that like you know you have your set time and stuff like that because uh, obviously it sounds like they're very very busy but um, yeah I just thought it was really really interesting like that like you know uh, like the brewery has to kind of clear out and like make sure that everything is kind of clean and ready to go and then the boys just come in and like this kind of mobile cannon unit like literally just kind of gets like dropped into the into the brewery and uh, the boys just go cannon away then like you know um, but yeah Jesus like 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 you know 50 million sounds like insane but like even 20 million last year is crazy mental like, numbers like what's that? What's hey, hold on? Let's let's do the maths on this. Hold on now. What's what's uh twenty twenty million divided by uh so say if they are canning every single day is fifty five thousand cans a day, and that's working three hundred sixty five days a year. Jesus, like that's crazy. That is crazy. That's mad numbers. That is, uh, that's mad numbers. Mad, absolutely mad. Like, yeah. So, yeah, they must have a few of those cannon machines going around in tandem because you're hardly getting fifty-five thousand in a. Maybe you are. I don't know what the crack is like, but, um. Yeah, that's that sounds absolutely insane. Like, um, fair play to boys, though. Uh, well, well deserving of the award. Like, I will um, take you out, <laughs> and actually yeah we, like we've always said it as well that the the like like that like the cans in ireland as well like that those kind of like matte finishes on the cans like you never would have seen that before like you know say like the likes of heineken and software like it's you know printed directly onto the metal or whatever whereas like these kind of like matte kind of wraps and stuff like is i think i think that comes from those cannon boys which is really really cool like you know mm. um they're fine i'm expect i'm inspecting the cans there now they're fine cans to be fair to them. Fine, fine cans um yeah. and they come in a, a variety of colors black white silver the lot uh, different stickers on all of them. different stickers on the on all of them uh so our our topic of the show tonight is we have become enamored, re-enamored lately. Re-enamored. Uh, with a, a school and college passion of ours, uh, which is uh, the chicken fillet roll. And we just the said- we're, chicken fillet roll. Yeah, we just said we were going to break it down and just discuss everything that we love about them, what's our preferences for them, <laughs> what we think the pricing is, everything, everything. Any stories you, the boys might have, anything about them. Uh, so right, I DJ. First of all, I'll go to you. Right, 
you're right. You're going, you're queuing up in. Uh, actually, do you have any preference of a shop for a chicken filleroa, or is it anywhere? Like, have you had a best chicken filler chicken filleroa anywhere, or is there is there a go to one? Like, do you know? Well, I have to give I have to give a shout out to to Central and Shannon Street, um, which is where we used to go for for chicken filleroa at lunch in school. Um, a great centra. One of my favorite things about it was um, was walking down Shannon Street and you'd pass uh, the old Reliable and Eugene's two pubs in Shannon Street. So you'd be walking down at what, what's lunchtime in school? Half twelve, quarter to one ish, and yeah. you'd be strolling down Shannon Street, and you just had the same old fellas every day outside the old Reliable and Eugene, just roaring abuse at each other across the road. <laughs> um, like we when did the smoking ban come in 2002 was it or 2004 2002 i think was it no that was the oro uh 2000 yeah oh, 2004 so so we would have been in yeah. second year in school when the smoking ban came out so so from first year to be in the junior short cycle i went from going down shannon street and just seeing fellas going in the door of these places to having lads outside the door smoking roaring abuse at each other across the road uh, en route to, to so so one of my fondest memories of a chicken fillet roll as a child is a uh, listening to our lads abuse each other uh, verbally, but the yeah I I I I I have to say right I know but you know what I love I love I love when you just happen upon a place and you're hungry because it's a great go to to thing to get when you're starving like you know I'll just have a quick chicken filler roll here now and it'll see me through like it's been the same it's been the saving grace of Manny's a trip um, oh. and as well it pro- and I was going to say it actually and as well it provides great soakage for a pint so uh, um, just I don't think I've ever had a chicken I don't think I've ever had a chicken roll before a pint yeah <laughs> no you definitely have because actually no I because I wanted to bring it back to our college days there was a great hot chicken fillet roll in the old bar. In oh, system. in the old bar, there was actually. Yes, yeah, sorry. So, so I'd say you've had many a point after a hot chicken fillet roll. Yeah, that that is probably true. Yeah, maybe true, maybe true. Uh, Tommy, what about yourself? Uh, have Have you an area for, or have you a shop for your best chicken fillet roll? Um. Uh, I'd float around, but I I I discovered a good one um, on my tra- tra- travels there um, a few months ago um, in Carrick on Shore um, in County Tipperary. Uh, there's a good pe- petrol station on the way in. Um, there's a centre in it, very good deli in there. Um, so I had a very good chicken fillet roll in there because I think. What they did is uh, they just charge you a flat rate for the chicken fillet roll, and I got three toppings or like three, basically oh. three salads. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was yeah, that was my winner. Yeah, I I, I suppose for me, I probably I probably don't have um, a standout I, yeah. anywhere. Like you know, I I think they're they're quite good. But actually, I think Tommy I say the probably... Citra are a good go to brand for they a chicken are, yeah. fillet roll. To be honest. And you know what? You actually you brought up a, a good point, right? Because it's actually it doesn't matter about um, the <laughs> it doesn't matter about the the quality of the chicken. It doesn't matter um, about the quality of ingredients. It's all about the selection 
the quantity of selection. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Like so, I, I'm going to ask you in a minute there on on what your what your ideal filling for a hot chicken yeah. roll is, right? But it doesn't matter if you get the same filling every single time. But if they have more alternative options, even though you're not yeah. selecting them, you still classify that place as a better place to get a hot chicken yeah. roll than anywhere else. Like a quick thing on that, I think they should nearly adopt the subway model per se for a chicken fillet roll. Do you know what I mean? That you're just paying your paying your flat fee for a chicken fillet roll and how much just however much they can fit in that cuisine de France shitty bread roll you know <laughs> yeah. is what you get do you know uh, that I, I, that is probably pretty smart like yeah you know yeah. like those rolls aren't big do you know and sometimes that they're cute about how they cut them and all this kind of things you know like there's only so much you can actually fit in it so just pay your flat fee and maybe maybe actually as well that they should do you know the way with subway right that um they do like they actually have it like measured out so say if you get like yeah, Ita- yeah, Italian BMT. It's you know three slices of salami, three slices of pepperoni, you know four, four slices of ham or whatever the fuck it is, right? And that's like that. That's exactly the amount that they count out. Like you know, maybe you know, because like there seems to be a, a quite a bit of variance between like the amount of coleslaw that's shoved into a roll. Or, yeah. Like, do you know, like, yeah. But, yeah. I say I'm, I'm just thinking one of the uh, one of the two films that I always feel like, and it's maybe not to do with um um a ch- ch- chicken fillet roll is egg mayo. Do you know there's a there's a couple of fillings if you're getting rolls that you get bad value from. Do you know like oh yeah egg yeah, yeah. mayo b- beetroot um what else some sometimes uh, with the sliced peppers as well you can get bad value if they're adding them to a roll just. What that, that they'll charge you for a, they'll charge you for a filling, is it? And then yeah, that they'll charge you for it, but there's only so much of that egg mayo that they can get in. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes exactly, it's hanging, yeah. sometimes it's just <laughs> hanging out of the road. Do you know? Yeah, that's what I find. I think as well, like you know, with the, the chopped peppers, like they, they, they chop them up real fine, and then all yeah. they do is sprinkle a few on it. Yeah, but, exactly. Know, they, exactly. They fall out into the that's paper. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's not a filling. That's a garnish. They shouldn't be exactly for that. Exactly, yeah. So, boys, what 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 would you, what would be what's your order? What's your order? You're going up to a counter. What's your order? You're getting a chicken filler roll. What's your order? Well, well, like I think I think what we should do is like straight out the classic. We need to say what the classic is, and then say like maybe are there any good like variations on it? Because the classic okay. is just chicken filler roll. Chicken fillet roll, coleslaw, and cheese. Like I think that's that's nearly like the standard go to. I would say that's the classic, is it? Yeah, I don't know. It, it probably would be my order, but I'm not sure if it'll be the classic. Like, <laughs> yeah, the classic. <laughs> I, actually, before we go on, actually, should we clarify for overseas listeners? Because I think the chicken fillet roll is fairly unique to Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, um, yeah. Go on ahead, dear DJ. I was just going to say, like, you know, just, just for overseas listeners, like, Irish cuisine is basically spuds and a chicken fillet roll. And this is a breast of chicken sliced, put into a bread roll with a variety of our selection of fillings. And I think it's really, really important to make that distinction because 
like people who might be listening to this in various parts of the world were like they've got like fine cuisine like they've got sophisticated food and we're talking about that you can fill it in a bread roll um, but yeah. that, that's what we mean when we say you can fill it in a bread roll and I think as well like I also need. I think we also need to clarify that um, this is primarily sold in um, petrol or gas stations uh, around <laughs> Ireland. Uh, any old garage. Any old, yeah. any old kind of garage, uh, petrol gas station, um, and then pretty much any kind of good, uh, like high street kind of uh, shop, like yeah, that. That sells that sells a news a newspaper and a carton of milk will should also have it like you know. It it goes hand in hand with either fossil fuels or penny jellies. Yeah, yeah, and and it, and uh, and you're you're more likely to have one the closer you are to a school. Yeah. <laughs> or or a building site. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think what we want to say was your you would classify as the classic, uh, Tommy. Yeah, I'd say the classic would be um, basically white or brown uh, roll, uh, lettuce, uh, cheese, um, butter, mayo, um, and then obviously your your chicken, whether it's plain or spicy. That'd be what I would think is the classic. Right. Yeah. No, so actually, no, I I I I'd kind of I I probably would agree with Tommy that. It would be, uh, so your classic is, uh, I'd say white. I'd say white. Yeah, bread. white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White. Yeah. White bread. I'd say. So then it's butter or mayo is the classic. Do you know? As in because mm. it like, yeah. and maybe butter and mayo. I don't know, like you know. Butter. I tend to always go for the butter and mayo. Yeah, yeah. No, the, uh, the classic is the classic is to be asked butter or mayo and say both, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, chicken um, and yeah, ch- uh, uh, and cheese. Yeah, everyone has to ha- uh, everyone has to throw cheese in, like you know, yeah. it's, except the lactosers. But like, uh, yeah, I say that I say that is classic. Like, I I, I do think because I always find so so I I go with my ideal first, right? My my ideal is actually DJ's ideal or my or is the classic, I suppose, of uh, chicken. Uh, coleslaw and cheese and I always find it a bit weird when I go up and they go like you know I go can I get a hot chicken roll please and they go yeah 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 yeah." and and they never ask you white or brown they just take the white roll out you know (laughs) and then they go then they go do you want butter or mayo and I go just a little bit of coleslaw so this actually brings me back to my other point of I've, I've had to refine my coleslaw order because of the the dolloping of coleslaw that, that happens, whereby they nearly fill the roll with coleslaw yeah. before they put the, before they put the chicken even into the thing. So I, I've had to clarify it now that I always say, "Can I get a small bit of mayo or a small bit of coleslaw, please?" I have to say please because you know they're very kind people. But um, yeah, I, I have to I have to clarify that so that they don't fill the fucking thing. Uh, and then yeah, uh, so then actually, sorry. The next question then is the chicken. Do you want plain or spicy? So I'm a spicy man. What about the two V? What do you, DJ? What are you? I yeah, I I think like you know, you need a bit of spice in your life. Like you need a bit. Of, like if you're buying a chicken, 
Yeah, why not chicken fillet roll? Like chicken fillet roll, you need you need spicy. Or do, I do love southern fried. Um, if a place is offering southern fried, so so this when you spoke about variety, on I think you hit the nail on the head. But I think you misguided in terms of the, the variety of quantity of of um, chicken of, as well fillings. I actually, I actually think it's chicken. A, t- a top quality place will have plain spicy or southern fried chicken. Whereas like or, a grade, or uh, popcorn yes. chicken or mm. popcorn oh, chicken sometimes goes in. That old popcorn chicken's more fucking crumbs in it, like isn't it? <laughs> yeah. popcorn, popcorn chicken isn't the chicken fillet, so it doesn't become a chicken fillet roll. Then like yeah, that's a, exactly. that's a separate. Oh, role. sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's a, that's a different role. Sorry, yeah. apologies. Apologies to the that's, listeners. That's, yeah, that that'll bring us down a different role into popcorn chicken and wedges rolls with ketchup. But we're not we're not here yeah, for that conversation. That's, so. uh, that's going to be next week's episode, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, that's a different conversation altogether. Look, we get into hungover rolls when we when we come to that point. But I think like that's how you define your your classy establishments from your your rundown joints. That's what separates your Phil Grimes from your. Um, I actually don't want to bat out a pub on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, I don't know what to say. That's what separates your Phil Grimes from your beer keepers is the fucking the, those that do plain and are, are, are spicy and those that do plain spicy or southern fried. Um, but I, I would, yeah, I agree with you on spicy, but if southern fried is an option, I'll go southern fried. And I think, yeah, coleslaw, you're like, you've hit the nail on the head with the coleslaw. And I have a theory as to why you need to specify a small bit of coleslaw. There's only two types of people that ever fill your chicken fillet roll. They're either a student who doesn't give a fuck and will just scoop a heap of it in, or they're the Irish granny auntie type person who is yeah. just like is intent on overfeeding the entire population. So yeah, I think yeah. I think that's why you're like you make an excellent point about the coleslaw. You always have to specify that like small bit of coleslaw, and it's because of the demographic of people feeding us from the Delhi counters of Ireland. We have to refine the quantities so that we maintain the quality. Otherwise, the coleslaw just overwhelms the chicken. Tommy, what about you, man? Coleslaw means the cheese doesn't. Yeah, yeah, no, you're dead right. Tommy, what about you? Are are you, um, sorry, I never asked your your filling. What's your filling now? Um, Yeah, I kind of mix it up sometimes. Um, I kind of go for the spicy chicken. Uh, I'd go for butter and mayo, just to be weird. Uh, yeah. Lettuce. Uh, I'd get cheese, red onion, um, or sometimes I'd uh, I'd see if there's like a pickle or something as well, just to fuck just it up altogether. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'd be about it, really. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd never go for coleslaw or anything like that. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I I used to be a big fan of um, stuffing. Um, but again, sure, half the stuffing would fall out of the roll. Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then there's also kind of like a little treat at the end then, like when the roll is finished, you can eat into the paper then, like afterwards, you know, just tuck into the paper. <laughs> they should make the paper <laughs> edible. Do you know like those bank, remember those banknotes in school, like the, oh, yeah. those, yeah. <laughs> you could eat them. Jesus, those are horrendous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How are we even allowed them? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. How are we still alive? Like, imagine you know, like, trying to bring them onto the market now. 
Okay. People are giving out now, like, about the vaccine. Like, oh, you don't know what's in the vaccine. Like, <laughs> we were horsing fucking banknotes into our mouth. Look, like. <laughs> that we were more at risk going to a birthday party at the age of seven, like, so. <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the goodie bag going home, like, you know. <laughs> you can catch anything off that, like. <laughs> and, um, go on, Tom, or go on, DJ, sorry. No, go on, go on, go on. No, no, I was just, I was going to, I was going to move us on uh, to pricing. Uh, what, what do you think uh, the price of a chicken roll should be? Um, so, like, uh, uh, I couldn't see it going past four euro. Do you know what I mean? I like, I, I'm trying to take a base price of two euro for the chicken fillet roll for the chicken fillet, a euro for the roll. And then a euro ish for for the garnishes. That'll mm. be my rough breakdown. And just have your flat fee. So for around four euro, that kind of. Um, yeah, I'd agree as so, well. And you were saying earlier on, like the the two Johnny's podcast as well was kind of uh, oh, heralding, yeah, yeah, heralding yeah. that as well. Like so, I think they probably have a spot on. Like DJ, would you contradict that, or would you? So, so the thing is, like, you never just buy a chicken fillet roll in isolation. So that's that's one of the. So that's why I think you need to feed into the to the price and talk because I think what needs to inform your price is what accompaniments are you going to have with your chicken fillet roll. So right. So I actually have accompaniments as a, as a separate topic, but. Um, right. so, so, so what I'd say is so, so is right, ba- right, base price, right? If 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 there was no deal in place, right? What's what's it, and you you could you could you only had to go like for some for some unbeknownst reason you were just getting a chicken filler roll, no drink, <laughs> no compliment or anything like that. I what, how, my brain is struggling to bring me to. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never done it. I've no reference. <laughs> I've got 30 years experience of buying chicken fillet rolls as part of a multi-pack deal. So, like, well, mate, look, the Public Health Act 2018. Maybe I need to, to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't be part of his deal. You can't use your Tesco vouchers either for. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, the moment you said price, my head went to three ninety-five. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm happy to round it up to Tommy's four euro. So, like, I think yeah, somewhere between three ninety five and four euro. <laughs> the sweet spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah three ninety seven. Um, well, yeah, there there is a risk though that like uh, everyone like if there was a, a maximum pricing guide on chicken fillet rolls of four euro that um, everyone would just round it up to four because. You know, yeah. sometimes you do get one for like three fifty. You know, in just some random fucking place in like Enniskillen or something like yeah, that, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, this is br- like absolutely brilliant!" Like you, you see him putting the yeah. stick, the sticker on the roll, like to close it, and you're like, "Oh, brilliant!" Whereas I think you might lose that, like if everyone, if everyone goes for four, yeah, euro, it was a flat one because then it just kind of loses the kind of quality across the board, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, do, do you know what actually it was last week? We we went for a coffee and I was a bit late, but I, I decided I had a big urge for a chicken fillet roll. So um, I actually went up to Dunn's afterwards and got one. Oh, right. So yeah. I think my chicken, yeah. And I was really surprised at the pricing at Dunn's. So firstly, um, they, uh, 
that they must have had some sort of falling out with Qu- Quiz Cuisine de France, uh, that they weren't using their roles, so that they were using these soft, like soft roles. Do you know oh. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but um, so I don't know, they, they never put the cuisine de France in the yeah, oven. I'd say so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. could mean that as well. But uh, my chicken fitter roll was three twenty five. With and that was with two toppings, or like with two. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's good value. Yeah, it is good value. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Duns, our new sponsors. <laughs> I I was thinking there as well, just to throw back to an old Snowcast episode. I like the idea of three ninety five. Because if you had two two euro coins on you and you went in for a chicken fillet roll, I like the concept of you getting handed a roll and then someone just handing you and going, and the strawberry. <laughs> strawberry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just get a little bit of a, a sweetie, like just to finish yourself <laughs> off, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. savoury and sweet, like. Yeah. Um, so, DJ, going back to you then, right? Uh, uh, we're 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 going in. We've gone the we've gone up to the counter. We've gone the hot chicken roll, and they've slapped a sticker on it, right? And you've had you have it in your paw now, and you're on your way to the till. What do you pick up on route to the till? So again, I think like there's no straightforward answer here. And as you said, we've had like a, a, a we've fallen back in love with the chicken fillet roll recently, and it's a different time to be purchasing a chicken fillet roll than it was back 15 years ago. The main reason being there's much more like variety in terms of like chocolate and uh, crisps and drinks that you can buy now compared to what we, what was on offer in Irish centres 15 years ago. So like 15 years ago, the classic was chicken fillet roll, packet of brown hula hoops and yeah. um, a Ribena or something like that, you know, a, a bottle of Ribena. That was like, that was like the quintessential lunch, you know, um, before you go off and play a hurling match or something, like, you know. Um, whereas now I feel there's two there's two main differences. I have more money now than I had when I was 15, surprisingly enough. Um, so I feel like I can buy like a, a nice posh packet of crisps. So like I absolutely love at the moment the hickory smoked O'Donnell's crisps, the brown oh, packet. Yeah. I'm a big fan of those. I think they're... Like I love a savory crisp and it doesn't get much more savory than that. Um, and I'm a big fan of the Vit Hits at the moment as well. So I like the green Vit Hit. So like at the moment with this re-falling in love and my newfound wealth, um, I like a, <laughs> I like a, a, pack, a brown packet of um, O'Donnell's and a green Vit Hit to go with my chicken fillet roll. But I have to say like the classic in school would have been like brown hula hoops and a Ribena or if you ended up like, you know, if you had a good day in the bookies, like we used to go to Haggett's bookmakers. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to them. <laughs> the other sponsor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 15 years ago, like... Guns and Haggett's. <laughs> like you get a chicken fillet roll in school uh, or in, in Central 15 years ago. Chicken fillet roll and a drink would be 2 um, and a packet of crisps. So you'd have a euro left over for a quick bet, a, cr- a quick euro on a horse, like on the way to <laughs> way back to school. Yeah, no, you'd pick up the hackets on the way to centre because then if you picked up, like, you might put 50 cent each way on something. And if it came in, you get like four euro back. And then you had a few extra pounds. So if your horse came in each way in hackets, uh, I would always like, um, you know, the big packet of Johnny Onion drinks and then one of those Oasis drinks. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were always kind of like a, a bit fancy. Oasis, um, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, so so like, you know, you know if a fellow won and it's 50 cent each way on the way down to the, um, on the way down to Centra, if he had a, if he had Johnny Onion rings and, and a bottle of Oasis. But the, the brown hula hoops and the, and the Ribena was the classic combo. Jesus. That's a good one, all right. Um, Tommy, what about yourself? Uh, I suppose, yeah, again, um, I suppose I'd go for those uh, those uh, Tato um, what, the wafer crisps. They were a classic with it. And a milk. The milk was a... Classic, oh yeah, you know, yeah. um, and then the paper Sundays, you know, yeah. you, like the stars, some look at a few women. <laughs> <laughs> Page three, that'll Page just, three, yeah. It'll just be open for the whole lunch time. Yeah, like. yeah. be no other shared around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Around. Uh, Sit in the wall. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think, um, I was along the same thing, like of. Uh, and getting the carton of milk, the 500 mils of milk. In fact, it was I always good it. value, I suppose, like the milk, you know. Eight. Yeah, sure. It was only about 80 cents or something. Yeah. Like. Uh, in fact, I got it like last week as well. Like, so. Oh, you did, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think that was just a throwback to that, to that time. And uh, yeah, I think for myself then, it always tended to be, um, uh, or well, it still tends to be like, either a packet of crisps or a chocolate bar and it depends on what mood I'm in like so I think now I'd probably get uh, one of the O'Donnell's cheese and onions as my accompaniment or then I'd get like a double decker or something like that then oh, yeah. the other way like you know but yeah you definitely do need a do need something else just kind of go with it like you know it's a, yeah even though it's about fucking probably a thousand calories or something in chicken filler roll like you probably just need that extra bit just to top, <laughs> top yourself up all together like you know that sugar rush <laughs> yeah no but um uh yeah no uh, and i suppose dj you kind of went through do you have any do you have any stories about about chicken filler rolls uh, throughout the years or anything um I'm trying to think of myself too. Like we used to always, uh, like we were saying that like earlier on in the week, we were saying that like, uh, like <laughs> that like we'd have like that that nutrition is such a big thing nowadays with kids like and that, um, you know, there's such a focus on making sure there's a balanced, healthy lunch on everything like you know, and uh, like when I think back on my secondary school days like. I was down to that same like news agents every single day to get like a hot chicken roll. And then on the days I wasn't there, I was going to the chipper to get a chip <laughs> and two battered sausages. And the days I wasn't there, I was going in to get a four and one. And the days I wasn't there, I was going in Domino's to get a pizza. <laughs> like, yeah. There was absolutely yeah, no it was a vicious circle, yeah. A vicious circle. Like there was you no, know, like they, they were my my four lunch options for six years of school <laughs> like, yeah like we so we had this fella that used to come to the school and open like a little mini shop there was this little almost this little alcove by the home ec um, classroom that you had to pass on the way out and it'd be the queues of the people who'd be going to it was jerry's shop it was called this fella that owned a little um a little grocery store down the hill from the school um and he used to just bring up all these 
these like rolls and pop-up bars and stuff and and similar to like the story you told about was a brother not brother tom the, the and the strawberry story you know if you're buying off the the school shop yeah but so so he used to set up but i i, I used to never really go for jerry's rolls and um, i always like to get out of school like and, and go for another stroll yeah and similar to what you're saying like for us it was central for the hot for the chicken filler roll most days but again like if you had a really good if you had a really good week in the bookies on a friday you might you, you might stretch out and uh, there was Murphy's Chipper um, on, on, on John Street I think there in Cork I think it's on John Street but uh, Murphy's Chipper used to have a couple of different things that you'd go for one of them was called a Sloppy Foley um, I don't I actually don't know where it got the name from because uh, it must be just some fella called the surname Foley that came in and, and came up with it one day but it was like um, it was like this big kind of bap and it was like it was like a sloppy Joe basically in America with the like um Joe the beef um oh yeah the, the meat like ground beef yeah, like yeah that kind of thrown in but there'd be chips underneath it as well and um, Jesus oh like it was this like absolute mass ball of like cholesterol and heart attacks but we Jesus. were young, young we were young at the time like, so you, you'd have no fear of it like you might go to to Murphy's if you had a good week in Hackett's. Um, <laughs> and get a sloppy foley um, and there were a few good bits like I was lucky I went to school like on the outskirts of Cork City so like you were never too far away from Manton um, and like I suppose that was it but I saw like good stories about chicken fillet rolls I tell you what one uh, you know not, not, to, not to go on about the school days too much I've, I before um, before the pandemic uh, kicked in and the deli counter and arcane store shut down I always felt like I made it when I'd get a chicken fillet roll in Arkeen stores because you'd have this artisan roll and you'd get like pesto mayo, a chicken fillet, cheese, and maybe some coleslaw or something as well. But it just always felt like a posh chicken fillet roll. And yeah. what did a chicken roll kind of cost there? Was it like... Oh, like I think it was very reasonable, wasn't it? Like €27 Euro or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think like you'd get the like chicken fillet roll for like four twenty or something like that. Yeah, which which wasn't too bad because in fairness now like the chicken fillets were fairly big like and they'd be nice. Don't they pack the rolls heavy like you know? So you were getting you were getting fierce value for money in the roll. To be fair, you were getting uh, it was nutrient dense, shall we say? Yeah. Um, but that that was a good. They're they're actually great chicken fillet rolls. I haven't had one now since pre pandemic. Um. But what, the one thing I will say, right, we used to do this, um, we got used to go through phases in school then, where you'd go down to that same centre, pass them by, pass by the, call into Hackett's on the way, pass by the two by, the, the, the few lads that be outside Eugene's and the old reliable roar and abuse at each other. And what we used to do was get the deli woman to butter just a plain Cuisine de France roll. And then we used to buy various packets of crisps to fill the roll with from time to time. Yes, yeah. So... You'd like say like on a Monday I might get monster munch and you might get fucking chickatees and you might get wheelies, Tommy. And then like you'd you'd eat it and then you'd come back the next day and I'd get the wheelies and you'd get the monster munch and only get the chickatees. And then you'd like compare and contrast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Eurovision, was it? Or <laughs> but you know, like another great Irish cuisine is the potato sandwich, and it was basically like the 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 maize crisp roll like that that we were trying to fucking just mix and match and they were great like they used to be great ones where like 
you know, or, or another great one used to be in, get hula hoops, get them to butter roll and just put that in tinfoil and give it to you. Get a packet of hula hoops and then just crush the hula hoops with your pan and then just live, like literally pour it out into the roll. Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, that, was, that was another classic. <laughs> they were the kind of, they were the kind of non-chicken fo- uh, fillet roll associated lunches that we used to have. It's gas. Like I'd be, I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be laughing at me dad. Like my dad would be saying like when, when he was growing up that, uh, you know, they oh, they go for a big day out to to Tremor or something, and they'd have um, sugar sandwiches. You know, <laughs> just fucking just a spoon of sugar between two slices of bread, like you know. But like literally, we've done the exact same thing, just like just different processed food, like, so, yeah. like years yeah. later, like you know, yeah. sugar sandwiches. <laughs> sugar sandwiches were added at MSG. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like the jam sandwiches. I used to have yeah. jam sandwiches sometimes. Like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. Jam just coloured sugar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Tommy, do you have any do you have any uh, chicken filler roll stories or? Um... Uh, no, but um, I'm not sure if you remember uh, a friend of ours was telling us about uh, how he used to get some odd uh, odd things in his roll. He used to get a. Uh, a chicken fillet, uh, chicken fillet sausage, egg mayo, and then egg. Do you know, like as in? Oh, yes, yeah, all, all, yeah, all the one. Oh, actually, um, one of um, one of Kira's friends <laughs> used to get um, um, so this isn't chicken fillet related, but it is deli related. But she used to get um, a sausage roll in a roll. No oh, butter. Like, no butter? Imagine how dry that what? would be. So like what was she a, getting out of that? Like, what? like a flaky, like a flaky yeah. pastry sausage roll inside that's, of a bread roll. I was only thinking, actually, like, putting a sauce, like, if you fill the roll with ketchup or something, it might be nice. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're kind of half thinking about it. Yeah, I might try it out tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. She said she used to get some looks as well, like, you know, like, like, up to Denny, like, sorry, can I just get a, a plain roll and just put like two or three sausage rolls inside in the roll. I'd just be mortified. I, yeah. I'd yeah. just buy them separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think she was at, she was asked for it, isn't it? Like, jeez. But that's like there's some uh, there's some things that I tend to get when I'm hungover, and if I really like, do you know if I really need something to eat quick, like I just need carbohydrates to just fucking get my sugar levels up. And a great one is um. Just a roll with wedges and ketchup in it. Mm. Yeah. Did you ever have that? No. Well, like I've had the I've had like the chip butty, like so I have I I don't think I've ever had the wedges in a roll one, but I have had like the classic, you know, two white bread sandwiches with like chipper chips in them, like you know that kind of chip butty like. Some ketchup. Yeah, yeah. Joe, it's a big, I think Joe, I think that's a different podcast altogether. Yeah. Just, just to touch on that. Do you know what's a big thing in Cork is um, curry peas and chips in between two slices of Brennan's bread. From the curry p- peas, curry peas. Yeah, curry peas and chips. You get like mushy peas in the chipper. They have like mushy peas in the chipper. With a curry sauce. Chip, chips down. Scoop the curry sauce on. Scoop the mushy peas on, and then you take some of the chip peas and curry and you put it on Brennan's bread, buttered. Nor the slice of butter, Brennan's. I'd actually say that's delicious. 
fucking amazing. It's yeah. so good. I say that's yeah. I'm always a big fan of mushy peas, actually. Like a lot of people don't like them, like, but I'm a big fan. In the right setting, they're great. And do, do you know what actually I think I think this so so we need to we need this um I need to get in touch over the weekend with Shane who was on last week from Craft Beer Tees. Um I'm actually wearing the Valley Click Cabin Brewery sweatshirt this evening, lovely sweatshirt. Um and but I must get in touch with him for the shop local to see who won the prize. But um, oh, yeah. the other thing I must the other thing as well though, what we what we need to do is we need to get listeners lads if if you're uh get in touch with us on social media and let us know your um chicken filler roll related stories or similar lunchtime uh food related stories like if you're in the uk or the us like what was your classic lunch uh let us know and tell us any stories that you have about it yeah because it's funny from like obviously i I lived in the UK for a couple of years. Like, like I, I'd imagine, like obviously, um, school meals were obviously a big thing. Like they were, like they all went to the canteen. But like lunch options, like were just literally go like get uh, the me, me, meal deal from Tesco. Like you know, just those shitty sandwiches. Where in 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 the UK? In, yeah, like the UK. Like you just go to Sainsbury's or Tesco. Or like that, they all have yeah. the same shitty meal deals. Like. Yeah, sandwich well, like, drinking crisps, like. But yeah, then contrast that to here, where, like, for us and for well, all the schools in Waterford anyway that we know of, there was there was no lunchtime options like in school. <laughs> no, like we like we like like I think in our fifth or sixth year, we were able to get the rolls from the same place we used to walk to get the rolls delivered yeah. into the school. Yeah, yeah, made so, sense. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, uh, but anyway, guys, sure, look, we'll 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 wrap up the podcast there. That was a good chat about the old chicken filler roll. Uh, I think, uh, we've probably discussed our definitives there on on each of the options. Like, um, so before we wrap up, uh, again, um, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for, uh, joining us for the podcast and for uh, supporting us on Patreon. You can do that on patreon.com forward slash snowcast. Um, and yeah, don't be afraid lads to, to send us any topics or anything that you'd like us to chat about. Uh, you can reach us on Patreon and you can reach us on any of our social medias. We're on Twitter, uh, Facebook and Instagram. We're snowcast on all of them. Um, and you can also email us on the snowcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, DJ, any party runners there? Yeah, uh, uh, so a girl we a friend of ours, um, passed the pod on during the week, even though she doesn't listen to herself. She described the podcast to someone she was talking to as it's just the lads drinking and talking shite, which I think sums it up brilliantly what we do. So uh, yeah, I think um, if if you know someone who would be interested in listening to us talk shite, uh, just let them know. Uh, send them a link and uh, pass the pod. Yeah, and yeah. tune into the um, Irish Design Podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was actually I was just about to say we uh, we just we introduced Tommy earlier on and we didn't actually uh, flog anything for him, but uh, 
Tommy has a time yeah, You were just vlogging myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tommy has a timed auction running at the moment, which actually will probably be ended by the time this uh, yeah. comes out. Like, so that's oh, probably yeah. no point in me even talking about it. Uh, but you can reach uh, Tommy on Antiques Ireland, or yeah. you can listen to the Irish uh, Irish Design podcast. And there's another episode coming at the end of next week, so. Keep your eyes or ears peeled and, or open for that, I suppose. And if, so, yeah, and if you would like to personally flog Tommy, you can go to Tinder and swipe right. Swipe right. Link, <laughs> link below. Link below, yeah. yeah. Link below, swipe right, and you can personally flog Tommy yourself yeah. in your own private time. Great. Right, guys. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thanks. Happy birthday, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, We'll catch you next week, right? Good luck and God bless. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.